Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Universal Studios Hollywood is introducing the California Neighbor Pass. For the neighborly price of just $119 online, you get over 200 days in the park. So swing by and share some laughs with your neighbors like the Minions. Or Homer Simpson. Mmm, nuts. Even go on an adventure with Harry Potter. Stay close and follow me. Visit UniversalStudiosHollywood.com to get over 200 days of thrills, laughter, and wonder with the new California Neighbor Pass for $119 online. Pass out for nine months from selected first visit. Flag updates, restrictions apply. Blog Talk Radio. Hey guys, and welcome to the Steel War Live Call-In Show. I am comedian Steel Saunders, and I do love Star Wars. And at this special Thursday afternoon, Friday afternoon, if you're in America, no, if you're in Australia time, we're going to be talking Star Wars. We've got the new Rogue One international trailer. It's up and running, and we would love to take your call if uh, you want to call in, it is 646-668-8360. But if you are on the page and listening, you can probably read that already. Pretty light on for callers thus far. So if you want to get in, this could be your day. We're just testing out this new time slot because occasionally Friday nights are very hectic in Los Angeles. Uh, we're going to be chatting with my buddy from the Geek Dudes podcast, Chris Fresh, and taking your calls. I want to get something out of the way, though, first. It has been... Whew, what a week it has been. A crazy week. And we're not here to talk politics. We're here to talk about Star Wars. But there's one thing I want to get in that is about Star Wars, and I've seen it a bit today on Facebook. It is the Rogue One poster with the uh, meme lettering over it. Now the election is over. We can focus on what really matters. Now, there is a lot of scared people in uh, the world, in America. You might not agree they should be scared, but they are. And to post up something like that that says we can focus on really matters, to me, that's embarrassing to the Star Wars fandom. It is probably against what the message of Star Wars is. I can't wait for Rogue One, but I don't think that's what really matters. And, you know, the people that posted it might just say, I just posted it for fun. I didn't think that. Well, now more than ever, maybe you should think about what you post and how it affects other people because people being scared or fearful, their family's future, their partner's future, their future is 
really important to me. That's what matters. And a fun sci-fi film is awesome, but let's not send the message on Facebook that people's fears do not matter to you. I think they matter to you. I know they matter to my listeners because they are awesome people. And one of my listeners, one of my friends, and one of the people who I listen to every week is our co-host today. Welcome to the podcast from the Geek Dudes podcast down in Melbourne, Chris Fresh. Hey now. Hey now, Steel and Steelites. Is that what we call your listeners, Steel? I don't think they've got an actual they're name. My, they're just my friends. They're just your friends? Um, yeah, I think getting, obviously not wanting to get too political, I think the a better way to put it was was let's distract ourselves with Star Wars because it is a bit of fun and a bit of escapism. And if there was ever a week it's needed, I would probably suggest it's this one. Totally agree, and I sort of, I don't know, my, my sort of role in people's lives as it's evolved doing these podcasts, both this one and I Love Gringo Letters, is that fun distraction from their problems. And, it's a, you know, it's an hour or two of mucking about and fun, and I know I was a little bit distressed about the, the state of the world, and I seeked refuge in, um, you know, podcast myself. I, I, I went and, and found one that I knew I could count on just to talk about mindless, fun stuff. So um, it is an honor and a privilege to take that role in, uh, in the listeners' lives, you know. But let's leave that there in mm-hmm. the... Uh, it's what's said is said. In, in Steel Wars, things that are going on, we just posted up last week's call-in show with Amanda Ward. That's now up on the feed. And the latest interview episode is with the Troops's, the Troops creator, the uh, classic fan film that parodied Star Wars, Kevin Rubio. And another new Great thing episode. in... Oh, thanks, Chris. I appreciate that. Mm. Another... Um, on in, in the Steel Wars media empire is the Facebook group, the, the closed Facebook group, but all listeners are welcome. You just got to click, I want to join. And it's the Steel Wars Listener Safe Haven. And it is a sane place to discuss Star Wars. And I think we've been going for about a day. We've got about 108 members. And you're in there, Chris. I have to say, oh. I'm, I'm pretty. I'm so stoked with how it's going so far. It, it, it's been it's been a lot of fun. I'm very happy with my decision. I'd like to think that as all of us enjoy Star Wars, but in that page in particular, if we can all post with a slight smirk on our face, we'll we'll all get along a lot better. Because getting back to the topic of Star Wars being fun, that's exactly what it is. And I know the internet is used to carry on. I've done it many a time. In fact, my whole show is a platform for me to carry on about ridiculous things. But um, <laughs> I, I think when you get to the point on a Star Wars discussion where you just want to turn off your computer, it's uh, is that what it's about? You know, but I was proud to be one of the first people to actually troll you on your own page, Steele. Um, I frantically... <laughs> 
I frantically, when I saw it, it went up, I went, great, I'm going to Google a rumor about an Obi-Wan trilogy film because I just know that's a complete type of BS <laughs> that would drive you crazy. <laughs> and it is completely ridiculous. Um, I'll believe something's happening usually right when I get the press release or a very reliable source would say something's about to come out. I believe thing once Jason Ward texts me uh, an interesting text message. A, a, a please call me now message. That, that's, that's when I start believing stuff. When you get the uh, when you get the, the the bat phone from Jason Ward. That's when you know something. Eating up. And, hashtag um, Wardy. Hashtag Wardy. Um, you're, you're the only person I've ever heard refer to him as that. That is so Australian. It, it is very Australian. Like I always just assume when American C is just chuck a Y on the end of everybody's name or an O such as Mendo. They must think, <laughs> what's wrong with these people? It's like colonized by convicts, people. <laughs> um, I yeah. When you when you did troll me, I was just like, oh, that guy. <laughs> Oh, but I did say it's, it's out of my system. And then people start legitimately debating it. It was like, no, this isn't for further discussion. We're meant to look at it and go, ha, 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 got him, and um, move on. There is no Obi-Wan trilogy films. I think Ewan McGregor would be fantastic. I don't, think, I don't know that there's a story there. I'm more, still, I'm more all about Smiths. Get me Smith. that Bail Organa action. Yeah, love me some Smiths. Was um, very excited to see that um, Smiths may be doing a cameo in Rogue One and was disappointed at the lack of Smiths this morning when Star Wars came down to rescue us all and distract us and give us a topic to talk about. Yeah, no, Smiths in. Yes, so Smiths is in, but we don't think it's in for very long. Yeah, no, he, he said Smiths has gone on record and said that he's in it and it, it's the most cameo of cameos. But, um... Okay. <laughs> so, Let's see, that's I don't know. Morning. Give us some more Smiths. Oh, you want a full Smiths... A, a Smithology? Well, Smiths being um, the leader we all need on Alderaan, I, I'd be interested in seeing that. What was going on on Alderaan before it met its doom? Sounds like a fantastic place. It almost sounds like you want a vacation at Alderaan. That doesn't make for good movies, though. Just a, a casual day in Alderaan. No, I think, I think it's, t- it's time for the Star Wars rom-com, and by that I don't mean Attack of the Clones. <laughs> you want a, um, a, a movie called Driving Miss Organa? No, maybe a bit more of a Leo DiCaprio, the beach-style setting, since beaches seem all the rage in movies at the moment. You know, Alderaan had a lot of water, it seemed. I, I wouldn't mind a bit of a... A romance of something going on on Alderaan. I, I think it's got a lot of water, so you want Jimmy Smith to jump the shark. <laughs> I, was, I thought you were going to say, I want Jimmy Smith's glistening coming out of the water, slicking back his hair. <laughs> <laughs> I'm up for that. Too. All right, let's. Uh, is, who do we got? We've got a couple, one person on hold. We will get to you very shortly. What did you make of this international trailer? I know you had. A, a quick chance to uh, check it out today? Yeah. Like the first thing I sort of noticed, is it me? Because I felt the same with Force Awakens. Uh, the international trailers feel like they flow differently 
from normal trailers. I don't. It just. It always feels to me that they feel a little jilted when they're put together. Um, if that was the right word. Um, yeah, but I look. I think it's. I, we're at the point that we, as Star Wars fans, know what we're going to get, and this just hypes up that excitement heaps more. I keep saying this is. This movie feels like we're sitting in the sand pit as kids playing Star Wars with our figures having a battle. And that's almost what we're seeing on screen. And give me more. I'm, I'm up for this. I'm ready. Like, let's get to the big Steel Wars premiere screening and let's go. <laughs> the, I, I agree with... The, the, I was commenting on this on Facebook at, or on, on Twitter or somewhere, on, on the internet, the good old mm. internet. That's that, that place of joy. The, <laughs> the Yeah, this one seem not as edited as smoothly it, mm. it seems like it's a bit i don't know jolty or i don't know there's just there's something about it that's not as smooth the, well, the that's what i felt thing, with the force awakens too yeah it it just yeah it just doesn't seem as i don't know like i i think smooth is the way i can i can put forth but there is I should point out that the uh, the chat room is open. There's a, a healthy uh, conversation going on in there. Patrick Bonfrisco, who um, is actually doing the show notes for these live episodes now. Thank you, Pat. He uh, is enjoying the he's enjoying the Facebook group so much that he's uh, he's made the claim that Steel has made Facebook great again. Not that good. <laughs> not that good a group, unfortunately. Not that good a group. But Can't wait I, for the um, lousy, ill-fitting hats. Oh, they're coming. Don't worry. I'm never, never afraid to um, to, to merch, to merch. Um, Emily in the chat room, who's uh, been a Steel Wars guest, would uh, to how much new footage is in the trailer, and is debating whether to watch. I, I, I don't know. I don't think there's that much new footage. There is a little bit. I'm going to go with a 25% new footage. Nothing too exposing. I would say that if you feel you've seen all you want to see before seeing it in the cinemas, you sort of, I got to the point with TFE that I don't want to really see anymore. You know, I've taken in enough of the vibe. I'm suitably hyped. And I'll see I'll see you at the cinema. And I think with Rogue One, we've definitely reached that point of unless you want to keep seeing more and more snippets, which means less will be experienced as new in the cinema. I think you could probably just be happy with what we've already seen. Yeah, I my thing is always like you may as well just watch it because you're just going to see screenshots of it. Instagram and stuff, so you may as well just enjoy it with mm. the music and, and the sound. So it's it's sort of more of a like I could have done without it. I, I wasn't chomping at the bit for another one, but my thing is like, well, you may as well just watch it and enjoy it the, in in its best format for the first time, rather than seeing um, little snippets around. I, well, Darth, Darth Vader giving us a bit of blue steel in the. Trailer, he <laughs> a bit of a side view of him, um, which seemed to get a lot of people excited. It's just like, yeah, it's just another shot of Darth. <laughs> like, yeah. You want to impress oh. me? Let's hear him talk. Yeah, for sure. Or, or ignite, ignite the red. It's, yeah, the Darth Vader thing. I actually saw some leaked Darth Vader photos 
a long time ago, I guess. And it was just like, it's Darth Vader. <laughs> yep. <laughs> the same man that's appeared on that thing for years. Yeah, like, I don't know. And, and I know there's, like, fans that can go, oh, he's tunic this way and that way, but I'm not one of those people. It just, it's, I just look at a Stormtrooper from every, you know, Star Wars film and go, yep, Stormtrooper and, and Darth Vader, like, Darth Vader. And I, I don't have that, that intricate sort of costume knowledge. The one thing I thought was very curious was the very quick Death Star shot. Mm. Now, I won't say what it is, because uh, Emily's in the chat room, but there's a very quick Death Star shot that does spoil something. And it was something that I'd theorized, which tomorrow night on Now This Is Podcasting, I will be it to Jason Ward about because I threw up that theory to him. And uh, old Saunders comes correct. So I'll be sticking it to Woody. Hollywood, yeah, I've got to get a bit Hollywood steel. The thing was, it was so quick that I didn't even see it the first time. So I was sort of like, well, why even put it in? Because it was so quick. Like it didn't even, yeah, didn't I didn't, even sort oh, it's of funny, get I didn't, to savour it. I didn't catch it either. I did not catch it either. I, I was exactly the same as you and saw somebody write something. I was like, really? That happened in the trailer? <laughs> and I went back and I said, oh, look, there it is. Yeah, very strange. But I'm pumped. I, I definitely don't have four seconds pumpedness, but nor should I. I, I think I, it's unfair um, to compare. You know, as as we sort of, you know, in the build-up to um, Force Awakens, you know, we did acknowledge this was it. This was the Halley's Comet, double rainbow, aurora light, all happening at once, um, movie event of the millennia. Um, to just to strap in and enjoy it. And I feel like we did, we'll, Chris. Yeah, we'll never be in a world where we really believe there won't be any more Star Wars ever again. <laughs> I know. And, it's, um, it, you know it's, it's, it's here. <laughs> yeah, and I've talked about it before. Like, it's so weird because I, I've got these two distinct memories coming out of Jedi as a very young boy and, and coming out of Revenge of the Sith at the Knox Theatre, actually, with that same feeling of like, oh, it's over and never again. Never mm. again. <laughs> hey, um, we've, got, uh, we've got stacks of empty uh, room on the call-in line. So if you ever wanted to call in, now is the, uh, the time to do it. But we are going to go to 405. Who are you and where might you be calling from? This is Aaron from Oklahoma City. Hey, Aaron in Oklahoma City. What's happening? What's on your mind in the world of Star Wars today? Well, I did have a question, but it pertains to a certain image in the latest trailer that you did not want to mention. <laughs> so, well, thanks, um, so I have a, uh, I have another question. You can, that, no, you, uh, you, you, like, let, let's, you can, you can skip around it if you want. Um, well, muffs, I, Emily, muffs. As much as I respect Emily, as it, it is now in the ether of the internet, and I, I'm doing my best for her not to know. 
Everyone in the chat room has gone crazy telling her to put on earmuffs. Um, oh, she's going to mute it. Okay, she's muted. All right. She has I'll, now muted. And I feel like it's been built up, like, way bigger now because now the only thing I had to say was basically that the this trailer answered a question, at least, that I've heard about, talked about on multiple podcasts. Uh, obviously, that question is, yes, it does in this movie. But I, did, I didn't sucks know. To live how, on Jetta. It sucks to live on Jeddah. Yeah, a, a, absolutely, absolutely. That's uh, that's what it absolutely appears to look like as the Ewing is st- very fastly trying to get out of there. But yeah, I just uh, I now that we do know that, do you think that changes anything in the movie or any kind of? I'm not sure how I how to how to word that right, but I, maybe you know okay. what I'm talking I, about. I've been thinking about it, and I, I sort of always supposed that that was why Jeddah was in a uh, a lot of problems, a lot of issues, and I, I don't think Jeddah gets blown up. I, I I think it would rip it up and make a mess of it, and they'll be able to keep that you know, old Iranian the final test of its full power in check. And I suppose that it means that Jeddah is a first half segment of the film. You know, much, you know, Star Wars films yeah. traditionally sort of have three environments. You know, of course, it's not a traditional Star Wars film, so we're going to get rid of the crawl to show everyone how different it is. And <laughs> I, I, so I, I guess it's means that, you know, perhaps that happens and then maybe they then go to that, that meeting on Yavin 4 and then they head to Scarif to do the final mission. That, that would be my interpretation of how the show yeah, think, will go. I think Scarif's going to be the, uh, definitely the third act. I'm pretty sure. Am I out to lunch, or is Jeddah like a planet that sort of looks up to the Force or follows the Force without being Jedis, or have I just created that in my brain? No, no, your lunch is correct. Uh, okay, I'm glad that my lunch is correct. So do, do we think it was deliberately targeted because of those reasons? Well, apparently they're having... It, it's, it's like the Force Thanksgiving or something, and people are going there to... Force celebrate the Force, yeah, for the rest. Well, of and, then so suppose, and, and then the Death Star is going to have its own airing of grievances. <laughs> but then, and then also the I uh, did a legit spit take. Then. <laughs> su- supposedly mining for kyber crystals as well, right? Yeah, that yeah, got to get those crystals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Hey guys, don't forget, you can get on the Steel Wars merch store and for just $5 Australian, get a 10-pack of Steel Wars stickers. You get five Your Snoke Theory Sucks stickers and five Have You Seen Him Luke Skywalker Tribute stickers. And along with that, you get 10, 10 premium downloads the instant you purchase so you've got something to listen to or you wait for your stickers to arrive all the details and sweet buttons to click are at steelwars.com uh, I do have one other quick thing about the uh, the new trailer 
so Emily can just keep it on mute, I guess. Hang on, Aaron, uh, just for a second. I just realized, yo. Rogue One, the Death Star ignited the green. Oh, that is, that's absolutely <laughs> true. You should be very excited. <laughs> I, I didn't think about that, but that, that, that did happen. That is a loophole. I'm not counting it. <laughs> uh, does the the, the, ne- ne- next, the next we'll be counting Ezra on on Rebels is doing it. <laughs> on on uh, the the two young girls we see that are Jen, presumably, obviously, uh, are those two girls that we see in those shots? Are they? Is it the same girl? I can't tell from the the trailer because one thing that uh, I did notice was in 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 two different shots in the trailer. Galen has a substantially bigger beard when he's talking to uh when he's talking to Jen. So I'm just trying to place where you know where all these things happen. And Mad said about, you know, it, that interview that there were three different ages of Jen. So I was trying to piece all that together because I couldn't tell if the uh, girls were the same or not. I love being a beard watch Aaron. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, if, yeah, I have a big beard, so I'm I'm always looking out. You know, my buddy Hawes. So oh, I like nice. big beards, and I cannot lie. <laughs> beard, beard, recognized beard. Yeah, no, um, for sure. We smell each other. Yeah, I, I'm a little bit. I didn't really keep track of the death of the different gins in the trailer, but yeah, I think Mads has. Um, confirmed that there is three gins in the film. Of course, um, the, uh, the the full size gin, and then two micro gins. Well, if they release a book about this movie, just on Mads talking about that, uh, I think they should subtitle it "Accents, Accents, and Spoilers: The Lead Up to Rogue One," <laughs> because <laughs> it just seems these people just get a little bit loose and wild with what they're describing on these shows. It's very un-Star Wars to be giving away such plot points. Yeah, I, I think the big the book should be called MakingStarWars.net. Dot <laughs> <laughs> com. <40. laughs> But yeah, they, uh, uh, all reports, or one report, is that um, yeah, there's going to be three different aged gin. So um, yeah, anything else, Aaron? No, I think I think we're good. I think uh, Emily can un uh, unmute it now, and we're good to keep rolling on. All right, nice. It is. Uh, well, better know in the chat room. I have to say, I, I was saying how proud I was of everyone the Steel Wars listener safe haven, but everyone is supporting Emily in the chat room with her censorship, and she's now back, I think. She's been... Patrick has given her the all unmute clear, and uh, (laughs) it it, it is kind of great. Yeah, her episode was great when she was on as a guest, so... Yeah, she seems like a very cool person. Oh, listen to Azza. She is a very cool really person. Cool. Yeah, she is. She's great. Can I call you Azza? <laughs> well, I can now. <laughs> oh. You've got no choice. You're on the phone with two Australians. So. Uh, Azza. I, yeah, whatever. Azza hey, whatever you guys want to call me, just call me something. <laughs> Hey, Aaron, um, thanks so much for your call. I'm going to put you back on hold, and uh, feel free to call in whenever you want. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. Talk to you soon. Cheers, mate. Bye. Hey, now. 
and that was Azza. Azza is quite a um, that, that is yeah that's the go-to. That is the go-to. Um, Azza's very courteous. Yeah, I think most people are, are pretty courteous that are involved in the shows. That's uh, that's pretty sweet. I'm just I'm just watching the um the trailer now to find some some new little bits. Some nuggets, I, um, which means Emily, out you go. No, no, no. We're not going to... No, no. I, I, I don't think there's anything else to really... Um, so much of it is reused. Yeah. And there's just one shot that kind of puts things into perspective. But what was, what's your preference? Do you prefer the bratty gin that we got early or hopeful leader gin that we appear to be getting now? Oh, no, hopeful. Hopeful. I don't, I don't want... I don't want bratty. We've got enough mm. bratty lead characters in Star Wars, I think. So um, I, I was really relieved when she was not begrudging her father. Mm. Like it wasn't, it wasn't like, I hate him. All right, I'll save him, but it's going to be begrudging. And they reconcile at the end and then he gets killed or something. Like, like that, that's a, sort of a classic trope. So I, I was sort of, I was glad we didn't have the, um, the angry uh, sibling, you know, the begrudging sibling sort of thing of like, you left me. Yeah, because um, it, did, it did seem to set her up like that early, you know, with the yes, sir. That's how worth that was my daughter. Uh, um, and yeah, but it has tonally shifted into she's more somebody you can get behind as opposed to like an anti-hero in the movie. Yeah, and I sort of, I don't know, I, I want to be like inspired by the people in Star Wars, do you know what I mean? And I, I think that's the hard thing about, you know, Anakin Skywalker and, and, and Ezra is, you know, they're the heroes, but they're also not very inspiring. As, yeah, a little, as a little more Jin, a little more Jin Erso than Jin Arsole. <laughs> what marvelous wordplay! What marvelous wordplay! I am um, a wordsmith. Nice. All right, we've got something on hold. Let's check out what five three zero. Who are you, and where are you going from? I'm Elon Salvador, and I'm calling from California. Elon, you you are a member of the uh, Listener Safe Haven. Yeah, I am. I'm the one who Congrats said... Congrats on the win. The... Trump, though. Oh, my God. Uh, a, a naughty word of the show. Banned. We're not allowed to talk about it. Oh, yeah. yeah. I... That, that's, that's great. But, you know, <laughs> the the perfect hero is Luke Skywalker. That That is what all other heroes should strive to be. I've been talking recently with people and saying Luke Skywalker is better than Han Solo and they've been like really not agreeing with me on that one. Matt, mm. you, you've totally redeemed your um, initial slip up at the start of your call. Um, I'm not sure if you're just pandering to my tastes or what, but yes, Luke Skywalker. Although I do have to say that the return of Han Solo in Star at the end, the all clear now kid, let's blow this thing and go home. 
that, 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 that to me is, is one of the essences of Star Wars. You know, things are down. Someone comes through in a clinch that's the day, like, and, and, you know, ends up coming through for his friends. It's great. But yeah, Skywalker is, I don't know. I always just, that, that was the, the person that I, who I saw Star Wars through, you know, like the whole, you know, I was, I was the little kid brother and the whole thing of him pointing to the lights on the Falcon going, what's that mean? It's like, yeah, fair enough. What does that mean? Answer the question, Han Solo. Don't be such a stickler. I think the best hero in Star Wars is Bail Organa. I'm all Smiths. That man, uh, that man no. adopted a baby girl without even thinking about it, didn't even really consult the wife. He just sort of took her in. Like, Smiths is the true hero. Everybody else in Star Wars is flawed, but I'm telling you, Smiths is the man. Well, Wedge Antilles has no flaws. He started at the bottom, and he worked his way up in the rebellion. And Luke just got there and instantly was a part of it. Yeah, Not but I really exactly turned on there. I turned on Dennis Lawson with his oh, why would I revisit Star Wars nonsense with the Force Awakens? That sort of put me off wedge a little bit. Yeah, but just because he doesn't want to come back and get thrust into the Star Wars high life doesn't mean necessarily that his character isn't great. I mean, Han Solo himself, Harrison Ford, really did not want to do that kind of thing. He's done. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know about that. I, I think he didn't, and then I, I think he got one over. He, he seemed so. <clears throat> I, I, I think his enthusiasm for doing it again, you know, even if, if he had hesitated so much in the past, I, 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 I kind of think it really it shunned through. Um, Age and millions of dollars really mellows a person. <laughs> and, and. Yeah. Millions and, and millions and, of dollars. And he might be living that California lifestyle as well. Yeah, but screw yeah, you, D-Law, you're a real jerk. But <laughs> we legal here now, so he doesn't have anything to worry about. Uh, I don't think he had anything to worry about <laughs> before. Maybe, that, maybe yeah. that earring not being in vogue is about his biggest worry. Does he still have that earring, Harrison Ford? It was ridiculous. He, do, he does. Uh, he does. Yeah. I, I saw it up close, up close. Coming from a real fashionista over here. But. <laughs> <laughs> Elon, anything else in your mind about uh, you've you've got some excellent views about the great man Luke Skywalker? What did you think about the international trailer? I thought it was great, and I loved being able to see the Death Star shooting <gasps> off, even if it was only for like a second. Oh, he did it. <laughs> You have broken two rules today, sir. Keep moving. Keep moving. <laughs> this chat room has gone crazy. <laughs> he did it. Oh, gosh. We're trying. We're really trying. Sorry, um, Lindo. <laughs> well, at least she's got a nickname now. <laughs> All right, Ewan. Uh, thanks so much for calling. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. I will see you over at the safe haven. I'll put you back on hold so you can keep listening. And we have got someone calling via Skype. Who are you and where are you calling from? Hello? Yes. Hey. I guess it's me. Yeah. Uh, Brad. Who talks first? Yeah. You talk first, we talk first. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Brad, where are you calling from, my man? Uh, British Columbia, Canada. Nice. Love the Canadians. Uh, Love the Canadians. How are you guys doing? Yeah, super good, man. What's on your mind in the world of Star Wars this evening? Well, I've been trying to call him for a while, so it's a bit older. It was about the new reshoots. Mm-hmm. With the rumors that they are going to be making the movie more lighter, I was wondering if you guys mm-hmm. think that it, they're going to do the Marvel uh, Cinematic Universe type thing where it's all the movies kind of feel the same. You know, they're all good, but I'm wondering if you, like, if you guys like that or you want some, like I don't know, like a romantic comedy. Or like yeah, a, you know, a, a rom-com. rom-com. Something, you know what I mean? Just wondering your guys' thoughts on that. Yeah, I I don't know if... Uh, I guess the Marvel movies, they have a little bit of variance, I think. Ant-Man like the, felt the Winter, very different. Yeah, when you look at Ant-Man compared to Winter Soldier, they're definitely pretty different. But I... Uh, like, I want... Like, it's funny... Like, if they do a, you know, like if the Han Solo film, because you've got the um, Lego movie crew doing it, if it's, you know, a bit more funnier, that's fine. But I, I don't know if I want a Star Wars comedy. Like, I still want my Star Wars to be Star Wars. Do you think you could ever get used to a movie that doesn't have that iconic music that hits you? It, like, just say with the Han Solo movie, if they went differently a complete different type of sound for the movie do you think that would jar us too far out of star wars or do you think it's a possibility like no force theme nothing you know uh, nothing like no traditional star wars theme nothing mm, i don't know I, I i it doesn't appeal to me i um i'm not i'm not a person that's huge into change i go to mm. i go to a restaurant I find something I like, and I just keep eating it every time. I, I'm, I, I, yeah. So I, you know, that's why I, I, I want the crawl at the start because feeling of sitting in a, a, a theater and it's a new crawl, and you know, a long time ago, then you know that it's gonna, the Star Wars logo is gonna explode and stay back, and I love that feeling, and you only get it had it seven times ever and I, i'd like it yeah, a few that, more but that's re- that's really about to change buddy like yeah at i'm never going to complain about too much star wars i'm not going to be one of those people but there is i will admit to there is a bit of magic to anticipation and a bit of a wait but we're not going to be given that opportunity anytime soon oh i like wait <laughs> I don't see the saga stopping at episode nine. 
definitely not. Mm. But to, to Brad's question, like about the reshoots and stuff, it, it's that classic internet nerd comment where you go, well, if they do it good, I'm fine with it. And it's just like, yeah, well, yeah. if you do anything good, it's going to be it's going to be good. But I don't want to steer too off. Like people want, you know, a lot of people wanted like the the gritty war movie, and I think we're going to get, you know, in Star Wars terms, uh, you know, a bit of a gritty war movie. But like, I still want to have a a lot of fun. It's going to be gritty for Star Wars. You mean, yeah, yeah, because yeah, and, yeah. And and if it was coming across a bit too gritty for Star Wars, then I'm I'm fine with reshooting some scenes. I, I don't want to walk out like oppressed by the film. I, I I like when I went and saw Civil War, and um, you know during the uh, the the air scene with the uh, mm-hmm. the world's greatest Star Wars reference, I was clapping. <laughs> laughing, cheering, and gasping at the same time. That's what I want when I go see a Star Wars film. Like, I just I, I just want to be delighted. I want to feel like a, a seven-year-old boy, and I just want to have an awesome time. So I don't see the, um, you know, the, the reshoots to make it a bit, you know, have a bit more levity as necessarily a negative thing. And... and you know, who knows? We, we won't know till the, the film is out. We're, we're never going to get to see the other version. I can, I can almost guarantee yeah. you of that. No extended um, version of this is coming out. Oh, well, I was going to say they usually only do extended versions if the first one's not, the first cut's not very good. Yeah, it's, if they should call it the apology Blu-ray. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, the, 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 the exception to that would be um, Lord of the Rings. You know, How they, dare you bring up the other version. on this? How dare you? I, um, I got that DVD and I've never, I've never watched it. I, I, I sort of started watching it and I was just like, oh, too much walking. Too much. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't know what I was thinking in the extended version of this very long film. After those last movies, I'd never want to see a Hobbit ever again. Australia Steel Wars is hitting the road hot on the heels of Rogue One, a Star Wars story. It all starts in Melbourne, back at Knox, for the midnight premiere screening of Rogue One, a Star Wars story, in conjunction with Star Walking Inc. and the post-premiere direct reaction live podcast with tons of guests, much like we did last year for The Force Awakens, but we'll get it finished a little bit earlier. There'll be bus services available as well. We can't put those tickets on sale yet, but mark your calendars. It is Wednesday, the 14th of December, bleeding into Thursday morning, the 15th of December. People are already booking their plane tickets coming down. This is going to be awesome. We'll also have limited bus seats from the city. First dibs for those tickets will go to Steel Wars supporters. Details on how to sign up to be a Steel Wars supporter at the end of the episode. 
Then, that weekend, we head to Sydney for a Steel Wars Isle of Gringo Gutters doubleheader at the Chippendale Hotel, 17th of December, starting at 2pm. And then Sunday, the 18th of December, we are back to the bright side in Brisbane for another Steel Wars Isle of Gringo Gutters doubleheader, kicking off at 2pm. And the thing is, with Sydney and Queensland, if you're a Steel Wars supporter, I have posted on the Steel Wars supporter page a code which will get you $4 off per ticket, thus paying for that month's Steel Wars support. And then some. You get a dollar change. So if you want to come, you may as well just sign up for the supporter page, get the extra content, and uh, save four bucks. Cannot wait. The live shows are so much fun and hot on the heels of a new Star Wars film. The guests, the crowd, and your host, little old me, Steel Saunders, will be fired up. Experience Star Wars with other fans in the most fun environment going. For more details, go to steelwars.com. When I was sitting in the Force Awakens, the one thing I, I when I started laughing very early in the film, I thought was to myself, I forgot how funny Star Wars is, and you get all caught up in this hype and excitement, and it's like they are funny films. There's a lot of moments where you you do get to have a laugh and have a break from the action and the drama and everything, and I think to not have that in a Star Wars film definitely would not feel Star Warsy. And I think at, at the moment we're at a period of time where trying anything too risque in these early days would be a mistake. People would go after Disney hard if it was like, this isn't my Star Wars. What is this? Um, I don't think Disney's really willing to take that risk just yet. I would um, have to correct you there, um, Christopher, and, and say it, show, it showed you how funny Star Wars can be because... Let us not forget the um, open mic comedy stylings of C-3PO at the Geonosian battle. <laughs> yeah, because yeah. I, I thought you were going to go after Jar Jar then. I, th- I think there's nothing funnier than Jar Jar's tongue hanging out all numb. I actually, I laugh at that, damn it. Uh, I, I think that's, that, that's funny in a vacuum, but it, it's, mm. it's the other that let it down. Like, is I don't is the tongue I'm not sure even if you're familiar with it. But I wonder if the tongue is in the the Phantom edit or not because <laughs> get the tongue out campaign was was heavy was heavy on the web pages at the time. But thank God, how good's this show to give you this info? Thank God Yoda didn't fart <laughs> in Revenge of the Sith. Oh man, oh that is whoa, like <laughs> it's. Oh, I can't even. <laughs> Wait, I can't did, did we even... all? Did, did we all like hold our breath in fear? I always say this when the Hupperbore in The Force Awakens is there drinking that water, and I was just looking bum, going, "Please don't fart," <laughs> because it just paused at that moment of he could have a real Lucas moment here, and that thing lets rip, but they didn't do it. Yeah, I, I think. Um... The, the the humor that JJ and they they got a bit too carried away with was the the callback humor. I think I think they they overstepped the mark a, a few times with that. With they, they sort of went back to the well a, a 
couple of times too many, in my opinion, which mm. is humble most of the time. Well, I would agree with that, yeah. Yeah, there's yeah. some comedy. <laughs> what else is going on, Brad? Got anything else on your mind? Actually, yeah, I do, because uh, I might not be able to get back in. I'm on break, so I, I only get a certain amount of time to try to call in. I was thinking about the, you know, how you hate how, or I don't know, maybe hate's a strong word, but how they changed the the line, uh, it's true, all of it, for The Force mm-hmm. Awakens. Because I know when I'm talking to my brothers, I've used that reference, and it's like, we get it now, but someone 10 years from now is not, they're going to be like, oh, you're misquoting the film. Do you, yeah. is there any lines in the new Rogue One trailers that you're, you know, you would hate, you would just hate it if they were to change them? I can't quote it properly, but the, the power is immeasurable, but I don't oh, really have the that. The power answer. we're dealing with here is immeasurable. That one. Yeah. 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 A, I, I don't, I don't really have a, a strong emotional ta- attachment to it. It's more just like Mendo. But uh, not of that power. Power. Yeah, it, it would it suck would be... if it didn't have the same punch in the movie as it does in the trailer. I think yeah, that would be the exactly, worst part. Exactly. Yeah, yeah the, the, the Force Awakens ones, you know, that one, and then there was the um, "It's True All of It" one that, that had something else inserted into it. Like when he says the Jedi, yeah, um, the Force, and then they were saying something. It's true, all of it, and yeah, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm just beating the same drum, but I just think once you've locked in as an iconic saying, and and you know that, like Han Solo saying these these lines in the lead up to the Force Awakens, like it, it was iconic, and and and. I, I'm like I, I I think unless Darth Vader said something in in the trailer, it's got the the levity to um to drop an iconic line pre-movie. But yeah, I, I was I, I thought it was kind of inconsiderate to change them, and it, well, it is still sort of sad. Gonna very, still's going to be very bummed out. Um, I have heard from my very good sources that Mendo's just having actual actually a casual conversation with Darth Vader and Mendo just goes, ha, it's immeasurable. And Darth Vader goes, what? And he goes, power! And it's just going to completely ruin the scene for you. Yeah. In the reshoots, he, he's just got a scarf on instead of a cape. And he takes a drag of a cigarette oh, before he hits the power line. <laughs> so the reason I asked was the uh, the Donnie Yen's character. He has that line, I think it's the second trailer, where he says, I fear nothing, all is as the fourth. The way it's cut, it kind of seems like there might be something in between. Because it kind of it kind of feels almost choppy if you listen back to it. Yeah, there's a few looks to Rebels in um you know when they're all in the ship like to me it just seems like oh this is definitely not how it's gonna come down like they they are not that reaction is not in real time to what she just said like so i I think i'm sort of just aware of it but i have like you know i'm so amped and 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 they're excited for it but i you know 
to, to be honest, and I think it's fair enough, I just don't have that emotional hmm. attachment and hype to, um, you know, come on. Can't yeah, follow, guys. Yeah. Anything else? Otherwise, we'll, uh, we've got a couple more people on hold. Just love the podcast. You too, uh, Chris. And, oh, uh, thanks, Brad. Old's good man. Yeah. And, uh, you know, have a good night or morning, depending on where you are. And uh, I'll try to call in next week. And I welcome that so much, Brad. And uh, if you're on, on Facebook uh, and you're not already, come uh, join us at the Steel Wars Listener Safe Haven. If you oh, can't get right. through to awesome. Steel, just give me a call. Fine, <laughs> okay. Fine. Yeah, all right. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Bye, guys. All right. Cheers, man. I, I, I thought a lot about what to call the group. And mm. I, I, was, I was trying to express what it was about. <laughs> I was sort of just like, yeah, I thought Safe Haven summed it up for me. Um, yeah, it did seem that um, internet discussion of Star Wars in certain groups was breaking you. <laughs> it wasn't, I, although <laughs> I, 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 I did... I did have a go at Paul Jones. Paul Jones is um, your co-host, uh, Jonesy, on um, on the Geek Dudes podcast. And mm. he's a, a great friend of mine who helps out the podcast a lot. He's, he's trimming up these uh, episodes for us. So thanks, Good Jonesy. Man. But I did, did, yeah, I was like, oh, God, I'm coming under fire for this. That you, you made out like I was attacking eight-year-olds on the internet about their <laughs> Star Wars views. Yeah, besmirching steel is one of the one of our favourite things to do on the Geek Dudes podcast. It's good fun. Yeah, I just, people, it's just, I don't know. It's just, they Wait, just react. Steel doesn't take on board the great Australian slogan of no worries. Because like with Snoke theories, it's like, oh, who cares? What? I couldn't care less if somebody comes up with the Snoke theory. It's a reason that doesn't particularly bother me. Um, I just go with what people said before The Force Awakens came out, and it was like, Snoke is Snoke. And it's like, fair enough, because how many people in Star Wars are just themselves? Yeah. I there's mm. Yeah, there's a real need. People have a real need to, um, you know, I always say it's like some fans has dreamed that there's only 12 different characters in Star Wars. And, and I think is it three or four functioning vaginas? <laughs> yeah, well, look, that's better than what they had in the early stages. Yes, yes. All right, we have got uh, we have got about five minutes left on the clock. Uh, we've got two people on hold, so if you want to call in, there is still time. If you call in and you just get put on hold, you can hear the bonus section that we say for supporters on the supporter page. So uh, there's a little cheat for you. So I think we'll do one more call, and uh, and then that's one four, and then two o one. We'll get to you in the support session after we um, plug everything that needs to be plugged. So let's go two six one four. Who are you, and where are you calling from? Hey, this is King Tom from Ohio. Steel and Chris, thanks for taking my call. How are you guys doing? King Tom, back on the line, back to back. Yeah, you know, you were you were asking for callers earlier, and I I had an idea for something, and I was gonna write, I was gonna write it into um, Rogue One, 
Star Wars podcast for winners for their You Write It segment, but at the rate they're going, they won't get to it until about February. I think you pronounced the podcast name wrong. (laughs) What what is it supposed to be? It's Rogue One, a Star Wars podcast for wieners. Oh, right, right. Sorry. Yeah. I I, I missed out on that. Um, (laughs) But I had an idea. You guys guys were talking about the um, the intro to Rogue One earlier. Have you ever read the um, the novelization to Star Wars by Alan Dean, Fla- Alan Dean Foster Sr.? I have many years ago, many times. The one by right. um, excellent. Yeah, the um, the, pro- the the novel had a prologue that it was just a few paragraphs about you know the the old republic and it was very vague because of course none of this stuff was formulated yet but that it ended with a quote from princess leia or i think it's she's quoted as organo leia organa of alderaan senator and the quote was they were in the wrong place at the wrong time naturally they became heroes what if rogue one opened with like a documentary style montage narrated by Carrie Fisher. And like the very last thing, you know, a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away, then this montage narrated by her, that, and then that quote at the end right before it goes into the movie. The problem is she sounds like Herman Munster these days. Well, Doesn't sound yeah. like Princess Leia. Yeah, her voice is a little bit different. <laughs> hmm. You, you, you've interested me. Oh, good. You've it, You've interested with, yeah. Her I, voice I, I, is I, brutal, though. Yeah, but she looks she looks fine, but that voice. Well, they could they could get Ben Burt to do some magical mystery voice manipulation or something. Don't smoke, kids. It's a nasty habit. <laughs> I mean, she did. Um, yeah, that's the least of her problems. Um, or for my <laughs> by smoke, I mean crack. I, uh, yeah. <laughs> or they could get. I don't know. There's a on the Star Tours ride. It's a pretty convincing Princess Leia, and that's that's new okay. um, action. But um, what I'm going to do, King Tom, we will continue this. Um, if you want to, hold, okay. we'll. Um, I'm just going to put you on hold for a sec, and we'll go sure. into the supporter bonus section as we've only got a minute forty go. Um, a huge thanks to everyone in the chat room. You delight me with your conversation, and how cool you are to each other. And uh, if you're listening to this, feel free to join the Steel Star Wars Safe Haven. I've got to put a link to it on the page of SteelWars.com because I'm not sure how hard it is to find on uh, Facebook, but it's in the first few uh, uh, posts on uh, the Steel Wars page at the moment. Now, Christopher, you do two podcasts. Let us know what they're all about. Geek Dudes is a very not safe for work chat a bunch of, with a bunch of mates talking geeky stuff in pop culture that um for attention. It's a fun podcast. We do talk a lot of Star Wars and a lot of um, Steel Wars on there, so that's good fun. And if you're in Australia and you were a child of the 80s and 90s, you'd remember TV institution Hey Hey It's Saturday. And we now recap old episodes of Hey Hey It's on our podcast hey hey it's the podcast and you can find both of them at facebook.com forward slash geek dudes and facebook.com forward slash hey hey it's the podcast awesome hey um, 
We're probably going to stick with this time next week. So it will be Thursday night in America, Friday afternoon, early afternoon in Australia. Thank you guys so much for listening. We're off to the supporter section and may that force be with you. Let's get King Tom. Hey guys, I hope you enjoyed that super fun time with Chris Fresh from the Geek Dudes podcast. Uh, They've just got a new episode up and it's relatively safe to listen to. It's probably not safe for work, but uh, I think they're on their best behavior. It's a ripper episode. They talk about all things in pop culture and Star Wars, so uh, if that's your thing, it's my thing, so check it out. The Steel Wars live call-in show will return this week. Uh, If you are in LA on Pacific Time, it will be 6pm Thursday night, which makes New York will be 9pm on Thursday night, which means in Melbourne, Australia, it will be 1pm Friday afternoon, London, man, you're bumming. It is Friday morning at 2 a.m. Brisbane, you're at 12 o'clock Friday afternoon. Dubai, 6 a.m. Stockholm, 3 a.m. Friday morning. Chicago, you are 8 p.m. Thursday night. Edmonton, you are 7 p.m. Adelaide, You are 12.30, which is weird that you are on the half hour. But that's Adelaide for you. That said, I will see you at the Adelaide Fringe. (laughs) Please come. You know I love you, Adelaide. I love you so much. Our guest will be Tyler Westhouse, who runs the Star Wars Podcast Alliance group on Facebook recently renamed. He's probably pretty well known if you are a Facebook Star Wars fan. He's out and about. So he'll be on to discuss all the issues in Star Wars for the week. Whatever you want to talk about. Or you can, of course, uh, just listen live and uh, discuss what's going on in the chat room. Who knows? Maybe Stephen Stanton will be back in there to chat with you. He's been there for the last two weeks. He's a repeat offender. Of course, if you were a Steel Wars supporter, right now you'd be listening to the bonus section. We kept going. We kept talking for reportedly another hour. Man, that went quick. That was for an hour, but I'm just going off Patrick's show notes here. And me and Chris took in, uh, I discussed my love of a great montage. Uh, We talked about Darth Vader's middle management role. Uh, Anakin's betrayal, Mace's death. Yoda's exile is all covered. What does Vader want? Uh, We talk about Chris Fresh's uh, dubious and long-running career in professional wrestling. And, of course, we discuss the Star Wars professional wrestling crossover of all time, The Shockmaster. And we talk about the parallels between George Lucas and professional wrestling behemoth creative giant Vince McMahon 
and many more Star Wars and wrestling comparisons. It's a great chat. Chris was a great guest. So to become a Steel Wars supporter, you just go to steelwars.com. It is $3 for the month Australian, which is about $2.20 American. And you get access to our full archive of back episodes. We only keep the full length 25 of the last episodes up for the interviews. And uh, then we save the rest for people that are helping us out. 25 is enough to leave up for free, isn't it? Plus all the uh, call-in shows. That is fine. You also get the bonus call-in shows. You get the exclusive shows like the listener Q&As I do. Questions you have, answers I give. I uh, uploaded a new one last week and I'm about to do another one tomorrow morning. And you can either listen to it through the Bandcamp platform or there is a VIP exclusive RSS that you can put into your podcatcher and all the exclusive content downloads immediately into your phone ad free no ads and all the plugs are at the end so it is totally interrupted uh you'll be listening to this and then the plugs just so you know what's going on so you miss out on a live show or something i put them right at the end which is uh what the supporters requested on the supporter page so uh it also helps the normal podcast go and you get discounts on merch you get 15 percent off merch if you wanted to buy a sticker pack a t-shirt and uh at the moment if you're going to the sydney or the queensland live shows there's a code there to save four dollars a ticket so it'd be crazy if you weren't already signed up to sign up get the ticket do the month enjoy the content save some cash the good action. It's not a scam or anything like that. It's just a, uh, a cheap little way for people to uh, to tip in for the podcast they enjoy every week. Kind of like Patreon, but with so much bonus content. Of course, we are part of the Making Star Wars Podcast Network, uh, makingstarwars.net. Man, that's the place to go if you want the best news and rumors. Uh, ones that you can count on that have been well-researched direct from the sources and uh we've got a podcast network uh, a couple of episodes you definitely should listen to this week i guested on uh which i'm quite thankful uh, a regular guest when i'm in town in la on making star wars is now this podcasting that's the mothership show with jason ward sal Perales, and randy laguda and uh, if you liked the comments, that we get more into the political aspects, the real life political aspects of Star Wars in the opening section. Then we uh, do a ton of news and some hilarious listener feedback. It is, it was one of the funnest Star Wars podcasts ever. So check that out. And also, they're important. I think this week to uh, I I was doing it every week, but Rebel Girl, they talk about. Um, the political situation in America from a female fan's point of view. So um, check that one out. It's as I say, I listen to it every week, but um, I'd like for you to make special time to check that out. If you need a laugh, and who doesn't? My other podcast, I love Green Guide Letters. Uh, to put it simply, we make fun of people that write complaint letters to the TV Guide. And uh, on the latest one, we have got uh, Nick Mason from the Weekly Planet podcast. Very popular guest whenever he appears on Steel Wars. And uh, previous Steel Wars guest, the hilarious Luke McGregor. And um, 
There's plenty of actual nerd talk in this one uh, than normal because it's three nerds talking on a podcast. But uh, it's super funny. It is super funny. You don't have to know any what we're talking about. I think we only do two letters anyway. So um, check that out if you wish. And why not wish? Why not wish? I'm sorry if you've heard any of my uh, laptop alerts. Normally, I turn down the volume and I forgot. So if you're thinking your laptop's making those noises, no, that's mine. Apologies for that, but I can't re-record this because I just don't have time. I simply don't have time. I've got to get to more content, you guys. More content. Thank you guys so much. Uh, If you're around for this week's call-in show, uh, call in. Would love to hear from you or interact in the chat room. Oh, and don't forget, if you're on Facebook, to uh, join the Steel Wars listener Star Wars Safe Haven. We're having uh, great chats in a super fun... There's a a great group of uh, Star Wars fans chatting in there. Uh, Tons of previous guests... Uh, from the show uh, in their chatting. So uh, be about it. I'll post up a link on steelwars.com. I'll put it on the uh, sidebar so it's easy for you guys to find. But you can just search um, the Steel Wars Listener Safe Haven and uh, we'll get it done. We'll get it done. And I'll be chatting in there with you. And a special edition of the uh, regular Steel Wars show will be up in uh, a day or two as well. So, plenty of content. May that force be with you. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.